I never understood the hate towards unions when people like you just don't understand. Like, yeah, that's clearly what I'm saying. I don't understand why unions are such a bad thing. Like to me, it's like you're going to get fairly compensated and somebody to advocate on your behalf. Why is that a bad thing? Yeah. And that's the thing that companies try to position as being a negative thing. Like, oh, you're going to lose your right to negotiate with us one-on-one. Fine. Egg fucking yes. Exactly. That's, that's the whole idea. Collective bargaining gives me power. Uh, in my experience, most people that I've run into who have come across as anti-union are generally people who have had a bad personal experience with unions. And for whatever reason, that has you know, become what they see unions as. They can't remove themselves from that particular union or that particular situation and see outside of that and understand how... I guess. You know, yeah. (laughs) Not being able to look past your own experience is often a problem for people. (laughs) I think that's what bothers me the most about things these days is like the lack of empathy that people have for each other. Like There's none. It's gone. Yeah, that's so... Like, do you think that's like an evolution? Like, have we evolved to the point where we are creating humans that lack empathy period i don't think it's us i think it's a system that's destroyed us that's forced us to work to exist um very calculatedly uh in order to continue to funnel money to people who think that they deserve it more or know what to do with it better like there should be no billionaire i just don't understand why i feel like you can make enough money up to a point and then someone steps in and is like nope nothing more than a billion dollars we're gonna give this to like you know, indigenous communities that don't have clean water or like children that need food. And then if you can continue to earn money, oh, back to a billion again. Like, why do you need a billion dollars? What do you do with it? You just become a dragon and sit on your little hoard of cash. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. They're all smogs now. Um, Or I guess you built a phallically shaped rocket ship and, you know, ejaculate yourself into space. I just like that baffles me to a whole other level of like, anybody as long as you have enough money can just go to space like what the fuck is going on yeah Yeah, but we've got uh, communities that can't get clean drinking water yeah um no so like the whole the whole the whole anti-work movement the the subreddit i i uh i joined that one ages ago yeah yeah that's a good one the the, i told my boss to fuck himself today uh posts they give me life the only thing, the, the drama of this past, like when they started doing interviews, I did. I, I enjoyed watching that whole thing. I didn't watch the interview. I saw some of the drama. Oh I, my gosh. I, you know, well, they were taking a more extreme bent on the sort of idea of anti-work or what did I miss exactly? What did they say that was so stupid and infuriating that it nearly sundered our anti-work? They were just, it was really feeding into all the, the critics of um the anti-work movement it giving them exactly what they wanted like this person was like a part-time dog walker who really hadn't held down like a major job and thought that like no it was just like the the polar extreme of like the anti-work movement instead of we should have fair compensation and people should have um like respect in the workplace and access to like parental leave and that whole realm of things it was just so far extreme that it was ridiculous it was like talking to a 15 year old who had never had a job and then the moderators of the community tried to like quell everybody because people were pissed of like you don't speak for me like no one ever said that the moderators were the leaders of this community you're here to like keep the chat in check and then completely missing the point they're like we have a brand new mod who is 19 and has been unemployed and is going to do all of these international interviews on our behalf because they've done some media training. And people were like, no offense, but I've worked longer than you've been alive. You've never had a job to understand what it's like to really experience why this is an important movement. And again, who appointed you the spokesperson of this group? And so it was just, people were just railing on the moderators so why why does it need a spokesperson because people are writing articles about it that are unfair well like no shit guess who owns the media uh and here's a hint it's not liberal yeah don't go to the meet like nothing good if fox news ever reaches out to you here's a a tip from lexi to you don't talk to them it's not going to end well for you very few people. Do you think they pay for appearances? Do you want to go on Fox News? No, no. I'm wondering if that was part of the confederation for why this person thought this was a good thing for them to do. I would not be surprised. 
yeah, of course they would probably give him a couple, couple hundred bucks or something, but like, just don't talk to the media. Don't talk to the media. I don't know. I mean, part of me absolutely agrees that at some point, fuck the entire capitalist system and let it die. But that's, you know, um, a little bit beyond, I think, the scope of the conversation, the more generalized conversation, especially since the influx of, uh, of a broader audience that's addressing sort of the inequality in the workforce in modern times, uh, the conversation shifted away from sort of the destroy capitalism, anarchist sort of framework and uh, became more about one of like, hey, we're being exploited. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's fucked up. And yeah, just all those posts about people like, my boss told me there's going to be a snowstorm and I have to stay overnight at this, at this warehouse, uh, yeah. In the warehouse, yeah, uh, so that I can make sure that they're well-staffed tomorrow. It's like, you want me to fucking stay overnight? A, it's my choice, not yours. B, it's overtime. And C, like, I'm compensated the entire time for every single hour that I'm there if I choose to stay. But from what I can see, especially in the U.S., uh, workers' rights have just just tanked. Oh, You know, now... All employment seems to be at will there, which is only really useful to companies that don't want to have people work for them anymore. There's no, you know, appropriate compensation or or notice when you're being Mm -hmm. let go so that you can set up another situation. It's just fucked up. And like revolutions have have started over less, but like then you get into uh, the other stuff, which is that like now the sort of military and government system is so skewed away from supporting people that like you know, there's, there's no military that's going to sign up and, and also like access to sort of the things that made, (laughs) I'm not advocating violent revolution right now. I'm just sort of discussing the points here, FBI, (laughs) Um, but please don't investigate us. But like, yeah, who's going to give, who's going to give the, you know, disgruntled working class arms to actually take on the U S military industrial complex like this. And that thing is so fucked. Like they'd have to break buckle from inside themselves. And yeah, I, I don't, it doesn't seem like the sort of thing they're trained to, to do. Well, I just think it's so funny across the system right now, all things about the hypocritical nature of people that are like free enterprise and free market and capitalism. Like, well, then part of that is people choosing, like, I don't want to give you my business. I don't want to work for you. I want to spend my hard earned time, money, whatever elsewhere. That's part of freedom. And so when people are getting pissy that they don't have workers, like, well, that's part of the system that you all have kind of like built up is that if you want people to come to your business, you need to have employees, you need to run a good business model, which means you need to compensate people properly. So like, exactly adequate compensation, you have a tool in your toolbox there to retain employees, and it's called money. And you could pay them adequately in the, uh, the words of Joe Pesci, fuck you, pay me. And in case you hadn't realized, this is the Pokemon episode. I just spit Diet Coke all over my screen. <laughs> it is. We're talking about Pokemon. Hey, you know what matters to dorks? Being fucking adequately compensated for our labor. That matters to yes. dorks. I know. If you're listening, you've been there. You, you've, you've been unfairly compensated. Uh, the fact that, like, in the last two years, it has been absolutely magnified that without service workers... This entire fucking thing grinds to a halt. And yet we haven't been able to like fucking coordinate enough to just be like, everyone, we're going to just sit in the street. Fuck this shit until until some shit changes. Mass resignations of every fucking government until somebody comes along that's like, yes, we will implement a, a cost of living minimum wage where people can actually like live with dignity, afford, afford fucking anything. We're going to tax the ultra-rich in a way that is uh, appropriate uh, and uh, provides... Afford rent? Yeah. Some of what they've earned, which they earned on the backs of exploiting the working class, uh, which is everyone that's not an ultra-billionaire, that they've earned from us, uh, and and claws some of that back and gives it back to society and and people in the form of compensation. It's just so fucked up, like, how Bezos isn't on on the receiving end of a guillotine. It's just fucking wild. The thing that pisses me off more than anything is in this whole pandemic era, people still have the audacity to make fun of like video games and gaming culture or like people that 
if it wasn't for these yeah how could anybody possibly want to check the fuck out of what's going <laughs> yeah, on for a little funny while that and go to a wonderful land where you throw a magical ball at a creature and uh, i shouldn't say magical sci-fi ball, yeah. sci-fi ball at a creature and it jumps inside and you collect them and they become your friends and you have a happy time and things are nice if it wasn't for like the whole entertainment industry right now then we'd be so like things would be i i think a whole hell of a lot worse and yet gaming culture shit on the arts are cut from like education systems but and yet like this is like the mainstay of what has gotten us collectively through yeah yeah this the past couple of years and people still are so like snotty about it like i just find it like so hypocritical do you still run into that from like people our age though because i feel like i don't run into it from people our age i feel like it's definitely still the boomers who are benefiting from yeah. the fucking uh, advances to health and are still hanging on they were supposed to just like mass go kick it and like dump that wealth down to other people open up those job positions and yet thanks to our advancements in health they're, they're still there working and being healthy. <laughs> they're living forever just, just, just fucking die already i remember i ran into this gen z kid uh at the beginning of the pandemic and we were talking it was really early and he was just like yeah i heard about this 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 covid thing but like from what i understand it's just a boomer killer what do i care (laughs) he's like they deserve to go i was like oh i was like i i i love that you said that because it's fucking it's fucking poignant but uh yeah (laughs) There's a callousness oh. there too. That's also uh, should scare should scare people actually. Should, should, yeah. Um, can I share a positive with you? Yeah, sure. And then we should get into the fucking Pokemon. Yeah, we should here. actually talk. Um, I've I've had a conversation with two ladies out there who were listening to the podcast, and one of them told me because of this podcast, they actually went out and bought Stardew Valley and are now obsessed with it and absolutely love it. We did and it. another one. We did it. We got one. We pulled one over to the dork side. <laughs> Actually, two. Because then the other one that I was talking to was like, you know, I was really interested in gaming. And now she's gotten into uh, Breath of the Wild. Oh, that's great. And is like, right? Like doing, like collecting all these books and artwork and super into it. And she said that listening to the show helped her to kind of link up with some games and realize that it wasn't just for boys. It was for everybody. And uh, yeah, there, so we've got two two individuals who, because of this podcast, are now, you know, they consider themselves gamers. And I was really, I, I thought that was a win. I was really happy to hear that. Well, since we're on a positive roll, uh, my brother-in-law, who also provided us with our theme music via uh, his band Yabra, told me that they have uh, seen an uptick in, uh, in people checking out their music, too. So I'm going to take credit for that. I'm sure it has nothing actually to do with us, but hey, this is our podcast. We can say <laughs> it, it is. Did. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening, being part of this, and uh, it seems like fun. So thanks for sticking around and, you know, enjoying it. Hey, by the way, this is Dork Matters, uh, and I am your dad dork, Ben Rankel, and with me as always is... Lexi Hunt. Your, your poke dork. Your poke dork. That sounds... That- Sounds a little dirty. Sounds a little dirty. No, it's Your fine. Poke it, sounds like, it sounds like a, a fresh fish dish. I don't know that that's any better, Ben. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, you don't care for poke? I love poke. Yeah. And Pokemon. I do. I love I love all the pokes. See, now that sounds weird. You made it weird. Good job. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Ugh. This is Dark Matters. We're talking about Pokemon. Let's hit that theme music. back i just realized that we usually introduce ourselves after the theme music but we took care of that already we are here to talk about the pokes the pokemon gotta catch them all i love the questions that have come in there's so many of them we got a lot we got a lot of good ones and uh well i've got some questions for you as well so where do we start do you want to go one for one like do a do a listener question and then go back to uh you know maybe one of my my little things for us to discuss let's do it Let's keep it flowing. I uh, have you ever seen this thing on Instagram? It's called like 
uh, poke sona or trainer sona. No, what is that? It's where people sort of like draw themselves, artists of Instagram draw themselves as like a poke trainer with like oh, their squad. I love that. Homies and uh, yeah, I love that too. So that was my first thing I kind of wanted to check into. Do we need to explain what Pokemon is? It's Pocket Monsters. It was a game. Uh, I mean, by the studio Game Freak. Uh, the first one came out, and oh, I always get the dates wrong. But hey, you guys can correct me. It was me. like ninety seven. So ninety six for North America yeah. and ninety four ish for uh, Japan. And uh, yeah, you uh, you catch these little monsters, you keep them in your pocket till you need them, and then you battle other monsters for you know to to better yourself and to beat Team Rocket, etc. Uh, it's RPG ish. I'd say largely RPG. Um, yeah, yeah. And also just sort of collecting and trading that sort of thing. Good God! If anyone doesn't know what Pokemon is, Oof. I think I might have just confused them even worse. It's one of my uh, favorite things. I've been, I've been, I've been standing for Pokemon since I was like twelve, and I got an emulator on uh, my computer and was able to play this this game that nobody had really heard of yet illegally. <laughs> Uh, so that brings me to my question, which was, uh, what type of trainer would you be? Oof. And what's your lineup? Do you know your full lineup? You don't have to give me the whole lineup, but I do want to know what kind of trainer you'd be. What would you focus on? What's your What's your type? I am a grass type person. Really? Interesting. Yeah. I always, I, I just like really prefer those ones. Like in life, I'm a big plant outside gardener mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in my spare time. And so I... I always like I'll say it right now like my my favorite starter was always Bulbasaur because I just nice I love that he grew into this like an enormous flower toting Ant dino yeah yeah and so yeah I love the grass Pokemon and so I always try to collect all of them first um, and then go from there and then I, I would say after grass I really like a lot of the water the water types okay I feel you um, okay I got two questions for you okay one what is your astrological sign. Uh, Are you an earth sign, a water sign? Like in, in, I'm a Virgo. I don't know what that is though. Uh, we have a good device, which will help us figure this out. I don't know what a Virgo is either. Is it Google? <laughs> it is Google. Jazz. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I love, I love the sound she does. Um, why isn't this easy? It's an earth sign. It's an er- okay. There you so, go. So I have a theory that probably won't hold up past the two of us, but for the two of us, it works. <laughs> um, my my type is uh, okay. My favorite Pokemon has changed over time, but generally speaking, when it comes to starters, I go water. Um, okay. And Squirtle has long been at the top of my list mm. for for the besties of the Pokemon. So it's shifted a little bit as I've gotten older, um, and I've yeah. gone into more Ghost Poison type. So I'm somewhere in there. I'm like ghost, poison, water as a trainer. Um, mm-hmm. That would be my my combo. Um, but yeah, I, I, I tend towards the the water starters and I am a water sign. I'm a cancer. Oh, that's not interesting. So we're two for two here on the show. Uh, oh. So let us know what your sign is and if it matches up with the starters that you generally uh, tend to choose. That's really important. This is the only time it's going to be okay to talk about your astrological sign to us. Fuck no. I love talking about astrological no. shit. I don't believe any of it, but it's fun. <laughs> okay, fine. Wait, are you 85, right? So you're not a rat. Yeah. Zodiac. No, I am a ox. I think I'm an ox. Hmm. Hey, happy Lunar New Year. Yeah, happy Lunar New Year. Did you do anything to celebrate? Uh, no, I just offered all a happy New Year's wish to all my friends who do celebrate. Nice. Uh, we pseudo-celebrate. Um, what did you guys do? Uh, we just had dinner some some chinese foods that we prepared and some that we ordered and some that have been in the freezer Mm -hmm. um it's not a big thing um but it's one that i want to keep going just so so my kids realize that that is part of their culture if they want to uh yeah want to to have that they have a a right to enjoy that and and have it be part of their lives that's awesome yeah fiona i don't think i think she could take it or leave it. She seems enthused about it. Anyhow, we're planning to go down to uh, Chinatown on Sunday for the like lion dance and stuff. Oh, awesome. That'll be great. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. We got off on a tangent real quick here. Okay. 
You had another question. Um, I don't remember it. Let's move on. What do we got from some of the listeners? Uh, we've got a lot. We've got a lot. I don't think we should say names just because we didn't tell anybody we were going to. And some of these are weird. <laughs> some of them are awesome. They're all awesome. Every single one. They're one of the first ones. Um, we've kind of already answered, but maybe we'll just kind of come back to it. What is the best starter Pokemon ever? Ever. Ever. Ever is tough. Ever. Does it change for you or do you stick with that Gen 1? I have a really hard time with the more recent Gens because they've gone from being like, oh, cutesy kind of like animal dinosaur hybrids to like oh. just, oh my God. I feel like we could spend an entire episode just talking about Pokemon designs. There's there's over what, 900 now? There's like 800 and some odd. Yeah. And some of them are awesome and some of them are disturbing. Like there's no other way to like. Yeah, I've definitely heard people come at it from that take. I think all Pokemon are beautiful. Oh, myself. shut up. Come on. Some of them are disturbing. Just say it. <laughs> okay, okay. There are some that bother me, but it's generally into the more godlike Pokemon that start, like, when they when they start crossing that Digimon line, then I start like, eh, it's not really for me. Okay, I sent you a picture today. Of Miltank. Of Miltank. And what was the Miltank doing, Ben? That Miltank was sucking its teat, <laughs> its own teat. And you find that beautiful... <laughs> I didn't say I find the, the weird sort of, not weird. I'm not going to harsh anybody's thing. If you're into sucking your own tits, and I'm sure lots of people are, <laughs> then I ain't here to harsh that buzz. Uh, but I think for Miltank in this particular context, it's a little bit strange. Um, are they doing it for sustenance? Are they doing it for sexual pleasure? Uh, we don't know. There's a lot of things that we don't know here. Uh, maybe they just had like a cut and they're just trying, you know, ow. Mm. <laughs> we don't know. So, so I think it's a little bit presumptuous of us to uh, to hop all up uh, up and down here on Miltank. Uh, <laughs> we don't know what happened before that uh, that photo was taken or that drawing was done. That could look at you given the benefit of the doubt. That's good. I don't think we should come down on Miltank like that. They've been through a lot. They are utterly fabulous. No, you didn't just do that. Ah! <laughs> utterly. <sighs> okay. No. Who's your ultimate starter? Who's my ultimate starter? Oh, it's hard to say. Um, mm -hmm. I really liked Rowlet. Uh, Greninja, which is the evolved form of, I think it was Froakie when they started, is pretty dope. But uh, yeah, no, I'm going OG. It's it's Squirtle. Squirtle's my my number one, my first. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Blastoise was was dope as shit. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Squirtle. Squirtle's my, my OG and still my number one starter. I'm going to say I'm going to stick with Bulbasaur, but I'm going to say in a close second is Eevee because I like the options. Mm, but Eevee's barely a starter. Well, in, only in like, what, one or two games? Like, let's go Eevee or uh, yeah. maybe another one. But like, Eevee's not generally like you usually start with that rock, paper, scissors thing, right? Yeah. With, yeah. with some slight variation, you start with the the water beats fire, fire beats grass, grass beats water. Yeah. Um. But I just like Eevee because I think that Eevee offered like there's just the possibilities are endless and the the iterations of the evolutions of Eevee, I really appreciate those. To me, they get more and more beautiful. They don't get like weird. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, what? No, we're there now. What's your favorite Eevee? Oh, I can't answer that. They're all. You don't have a favorite? No. There's one that just pops up. I mean, I make it a point in any game with Eevee to evolve. Uh, into every single EV possible. Um, oh yeah, what's your favorite? Uh, probably Umbreon. I like Umbreon. I like the. I like it's not mechanical for me ever. None of my favorite Pokemon are about mechanics. It's about do I like your your thing? What you're what you're putting out there? Umbreon's cool. Kind of creepy. I dig it. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm just looking at pictures. Like I. I yeah. Pick one. They're all so beautiful and amazing. Mm, I can't pick. They're not going to know. You can just pick one. They won't I can't know. pick, though, because I love them all. And that's the same thing. Like, I would evolve the um, Eevee into as many different forms as possible per per playthrough. Hmm. All right. Well, let's keep moving. I won't make you pick. I'm going to have to think about maybe this. We should, uh, maybe we should keep doing some of our questions yeah. here until, and then do all the, like, the listening questions on the on the back half after our Who's That Pokemon. Okay. Let's, let's do it. All right. So we talked about our favorite starters. Is your favorite starter also your favorite Pokemon ever? No. Who is your favorite Pokemon? Okay, don't judge me. Who's your ride or die Pokemon? No, no judgment unless you say it's Miltank and then we come full circle here. That will never happen, ever. Um, my ride or die is Snorlax. 
No, what's weird about that? Why would I make fun of that? Because he doesn't. I feel like Snorlax is wildly popular. That's like saying like my favorite food. Okay, don't make fun of me. It's, it's pizza. pizza. <laughs> oh my god, you like pizza? That's so fucking weird. Nobody likes pizza. But it's because everyone is just like obs- like that's the one that people typically like. That's the stuffed animal. And sometimes I feel like when I say that, people are like bandwidth. Like I don't know. It's he's so cute and big and. Dude, like I just love him. Yes, he's wonderful. Who wouldn't want to hug that? Which game is it where you can ride um around on Snorlax and you do so by like you just <laughs> jump at them with them. your arms outstretched and hold onto their tummy and they run around? <laughs> it was one of the more recent games. I forget which one exactly, but uh yeah, that was like how could you not want to do that? It's fantastic. I really, really like Mew. Not Mewtwo, mm. Mew. Yeah. I mean, I don't dislike them. They're cute. I feel you. I like the cutesy first kind of gen Pokemon. Like, I want them as baubles. I mean, my fave is still, is still first gen as well. Um, it's it's Gengar. Oh, okay. It's that wild Gengar. Uh, at some point when I get through doing all the other tattoos I have going on, then I'll move into more pop culture silliness. But I've got a, a plan for a big old Gengar on my leg at some point nice. in the future. Um yeah, that's my that's my every game I get a Gengar if I can, and they're with me. They're with me till the end. That's a good choice. I like that one. Yeah, big purple ghost. It's so weird. I love it. Yeah, spiky. Maybe the dead version of Clefairy. Who knows? God, I hope so. Clefairy's annoying as shit. It's been posited. I don't like Clefairy. Well, this is good. What's your least favorite Pokemon or your most hated? Whichever works best. For Jigglypuff. You. Jigglypuff. You hate Jigglypuff, huh? Okay. Yes, with a passion. Is it because of the anime and the the noise or? I don't like bards as a general rule in the, like, Whoa. I find them useless. Whoa, flag on the play. Flag on the play. Bards are the best. What are you doing? I'm going to force you to play a bard when we do our D&D episode. The only time a bard is useful is in Banner Saga. The rest of the time, forget it. And so the singing for me, I already am not a fan of bards. And then you give, like, ugh. We don't have a lot of strong disagreements here, but this is this is egregious. Uh-oh. This could be the end of the show, folks. <laughs> oh my god, bards are so great. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll we'll revisit this. We'll do an episode on bards. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we're coming back to it. Bards through different ages and fandoms at some point. That's, I, I want to do that now. Fair. I'm I'm open to the conversation. I'm willing to change my mind, but just as a general rule, I care not for bards. Uh, you know, some of them are a bit spoony. Unless it's Dandelion. Yeah, well, there you go. Dan- Jaskier, Haskier, whatever, Dandelion. Haskier, Fantastic, yeah. Fantastic character. That's um, the only one. That's the Geralt, only one. if you're a fan of the Witcher games. Geralt. Just, can we talk about, okay, no, we're going to come back to the Witcher at another time. Let's stay focused. Yeah, we're definitely doing a Witcher episode. Let's stay focused. We keep moving. Okay, your least favorite is is Jigglypuff yeah. because you hate bards. The logic has hurt me, but I am not going to confront you right now. We'll just sorry. I appreciate it. I I'm not. No, it's all good. Um, it's hard for me to pick a least favorite, but it's definitely some of the like the weird god level Pokemon. Um, like I said before, once they start pushing pushing Digimon design, I don't I don't like them. Yeah, fuck with them anymore. So something up there. Some of the early mythical Pokemon were great, like giant birds yep. flapping wings and shit. Oh, yeah. Kyogre's great, like a killer whale, and Groudon's stupid as hell, but I love them. Um, There's a couple, like, godlike Pokemons that look like they're wearing pantsuits. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, which one? <laughs> I want to know which pantsuit Pokemon. Pantamon. <laughs> Pantsuitamon. Shoulderpatamon. <laughs> Don't give them ideas. TM, TM. That's a trademark Pokemon. Um. Yeah, so, like, stuff like... Arceus, generally speaking, just aren't my jam because, like, I don't need god level Pokemon. It's a little out there for me. Those aren't my favorites. I'll, I'll capture them. I'll master ball them. <laughs> that sounds bad. Uh, that does sound really bad. Yeah. But they aren't my jam. Okay. What was your first Pokemon game? I want to know that. Hmm. Honestly, I can't remember. Um, my first foray into Pokemon was actually the anime. Nice. Yeah. So I I didn't play it until um, maybe a couple years after it really was like I I would say probably like two thousand was my first real dig into it. So like on a DS or whatever. 
Yeah. Well, no, I think... When did the DS come out? Was that later? No, it was... That was later. It was still on a Game Boy that I played it on. Um, But I couldn't tell... I, I couldn't tell you anything about it. My first real deep dive into a Pokemon game was Pokemon Snap. I love Pokemon Snap. And that came out quite a bit later. Oh, I love it. The new one is so good. Yeah, I've heard. I can't uh, believe I ever worried about it. It's it's amazing. It's I've wonderful. I've been messing around with uh, Arceus a bit, um, and uh, have been enjoying the changes to sort of the uh, the mechanics that you get used to um, mm-hmm. with Pokemon games. They've changed it up a bit. It's a little bit faster moving. There's less stop and go um, that you might be used to in most Pokemon games, and uh, yeah, it feels fresh. It feels fun. It feels almost. A little bit unfinished, like a little bit like, hey, this looks like um, a prototype or like a demo mm. for like a bigger, fuller game. But that's good. It definitely feels like it's moving in the right direction. Um, I'm just trying to remember when when Johto region was. Is that the third game? Hmm. Original game, gold and silver. Yeah, like I said, I think I played um, either like the yellow version or or red or blue on an emulator. Um, and I was like 10 or 11. But the one I really got into was on, uh, I think it was Game Boy Color. And uh, it would have been would have been gold and silver, I think. Those were my first Totodile, I think. If my memory is serving me well. But that was, that was my first big guy. My first big game that I was into. I Yeah, I feel like it was... I feel like my very first game was Red. I never really got into the game as much until it it really transferred over um, to Wii. You enjoyed the anime, though? Yeah, I love the anime. I watched, like, oh gosh, even I watched it through recently, like in the past few years. Yeah, I watched, yeah, Pokemon TV show was kind of just a routine. I watched it, like, almost every day. Yeah, yeah, same. I remember YTV had it on in in the afternoon. Yep. Perfect time. Catch your mash, catch them. Yeah, I loved it. Pokemon movie. It's still going. Uh, I recently, I I made John watch Detective Pikachu with me. And he was like, I don't know what to expect from this. And I, like, it was it was amazing. I loved that movie. It was so good. It was fantastic. Way better than I expected, too. I got emotional at one point. Like, when they kind of show, like, I... I at one point, John looked at me and was like, are you crying? And I was like, I think a little bit. Like, it was just, it was wonderful. It was my childhood. So much better than I could have expected um, or hoped. And it looked great. They didn't try to do anything weird with the designs, generally speaking. Yep. Jigglypuff in that is a boss. I mean. That whole Jigglypuff thing is fantastic. No? Okay, we won't belabor the Jigglypuff <laughs> thing. I, I think maybe we hit the point where we uh, we should probably take a bit of a break and then we'll come back and we will read off uh, some of these wild ass questions and try to answer them and, and just hit them, hit them as fast as we can and keep moving. Let's go. It's time for... Are we doing Who's That Pokemon? We have to. It's our thing. We have to. Okay. Who's that Pokemon? Pokemon. Uh, I think okay. you're up. It's It's you today. I think I've monopolized who's that Pokemon for the last little while. Okay. Um, let me just see. I don't think you're going to get this one. I think I'm actually going to stump you. The fun is in the trying. Okay. We should play this like charades a bit in that at least at the beginning, we should let the other person know if this is a actual Pokemon or not. That's a good call. Okay. This is an actual Pokemon. Okay. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my damnedest. Okay. I would say that this, the, the, the silhouette I'm going to use my hand to help me. It looks like a fist with um, another slightly smaller fist on top of it, but with a finger poking up a little bit. And then uh, at the back, it has a tail. I mean, I don't think that's giving it away. And then a nice long tail. Okay, wait. So when we talk fist with a fist on top of it, a smaller fist, are we talking like actually like the shape itself is actually like bulb, like bumpy fists? Yeah, oval. Or just oval? Yeah, bumpy fist. Bumpy fist, bumpy bumpy fist, fist oval. ovally mm. shapes with a slightly smaller bumpy fist oval on top mm-hmm. with one of it's these. One of, sorry, what? With what? Okay. A finger. Off the a top finger, of their head? Like a point. 
And yeah. then I could, I'm going to draw this as you're describing it. Yeah, draw it out. That'll, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, draw it out. And you said it had a tail. Give me the silhouette of the yeah. tail. Like like a soggy ice cream cone. Oh, I know. I think I know who this is. Who is it? I know who this is. Um, I just have to uh, figure out their fucking name, but I know exactly who they are. Oh, I thought I had you. Um, give me, just allow me a second here to Google what I think I'm Googling. Okay. And I will, I will come at you here. Um, <laughs> do, 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 do. Ah, God, why can't I find the one I'm looking for? I know exactly who you are, and I'm going to find you, you son of a bitch. It's a bird Pokemon, right? Nope. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I'm way off then. I could have sworn it was that, like, owl bird one that has, like, the one feather sticking out from the front. Okay. That's a good guess. Um, it does. I will give. It has extremities, little cylindrical extremities, four of them. Okay, wait. What was the shape of the ta- of the tail again? A soggy ice cream cone, without the ice cream. Wait. So is up or down? Uh, it it goes in many different directions. It could wrap around the body. It could point up. But like, if you're looking at the drawing of it, where is this soggy ice cream cone? Like, is the point of the cone on the body, or is the roundel of the cone on the body? The the you know point, yeah, the point, the the skinny point part is pointing up. Okay, so it's like a round base that goes yeah. into a point. Yeah. Fucking what? Okay, I'm not ready to concede this yet. I'm still <laughs> working. I need more. You said it has extremities, so that means arms and legs. Yes. And they're just little round cylinders. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd stay with that. Whoa. I wanted 20 questions this shit. And I've already eliminated bird Pokemon, which feels like a bit of a cheat. Yeah, it's not. Um, I'll give you that one. It's not. I need a, a little bit more. Give me a face description. Because the whole idea here is that in theory, I. Oh, no, because I only get a silhouette if we're playing who's that Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon. 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 He's here for you. Uh, it looks vaguely familiar. Let me show you what I've drawn. Okay. You can tell me how far off I am. I will take a picture of this and put it in the show. Oh, you were... It's a skinnier tail. Okay. It's a skinnier tail, yeah. God, it looks so familiar to me and I can't put my my finger on it. I feel like you're gonna... When I tell you, you're gonna be like, oh, fuck, I knew it. God, it's on the tip of my brain. Uh, Let me just take a picture of this shitty drawing of a Pokemon I did. We'll put that in the show notes. Or, this will be on the Instagram. Or possibly be the episode art. We'll see. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, just this garbage drawing. Okay, you know what? We can't stay here forever. We have a time limit to our recording. So what do we got? Who's, Who's that, Pokemon? that Pokemon? It's Rhydon. Rhydon? Ah. Boop. There he is. Hmm. See what I see? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I should have asked for some more silhouette. I needed I needed some more of that head shape. I'm missing I'm missing some of that head shape stuff. But you see what I meant? Like he was like a bumpy head because yeah, yeah, right on's yeah. a little spiky. A little yeah. spiky. Yeah. And that tail that tail is a thick, thick, thick worm boy. Yeah. Uh, what could I have done to get this? The horn. I almost gave it away because when I, I said the finger pointing out, I put it on my nose and then was like, no, that's too <laughs> You know what? I don't care for ride on, so who cares? <laughs> Like whatever, you're a gray what dinosaur rat? I don't know. Metal dinosaur Let's rat. Move on. Yeah. You did a great one. Thank you, Lexi. That was fantastic. <laughs> We're back. Da-na-na. Who's that Pokemon? It's, it's Rhydon. We're we're back. Uh hope you enjoyed the break and uh, all our fine sponsors. Um Yeah, please buy crackers from mr christie or whatever or don't if they're owned by kellogg's and they did all that shit with union busting fuck them get your crackers from somebody local who uh does artisanal artisanal crackers with like locally sourced uh i don't know fennel what do you No, we we need to like say someone that we want to sponsor us because we want their food like thank you to look morgan bakery for for your sponsorship we would like some cheese buns now please i just finished a bag of cheese buns Oh, they're so good. Because they have them at Luke's now. Oh, 
yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. So anytime I have to go pick up a package because that's my post office, I shouldn't say stuff like that. It gives away my location. There's many Lukes in town. Luke's. There's yeah, there's like ten different five five locations, and they all have post offices. Yes, all of them. Yeah. Anyhow, moving on. We're back, and we are taking those questions live. It's not live. Um, they're they're pre yeah recorded, pre-sent. pre-sent in, but we're gonna deal with them. Where do you want to start? You want to go one for one? Let's let's go quick. We'll try to like lightning round this. Give some answers to these questions that people have been holding for a long time. I think they need to know what we know about Pokemon. We have to answer them. Okay, you ready? First one. All right, hit us. Let's let's give them an answer. All right. When a new type is discovered, i.e., a fairy type, is it national news in the Poke universe? It has oh. to not be. No, I've decided. Really? It's... Okay, wait, hold up. I'm of two minds here okay. because my first thought was yes, because this is a world entirely about Pokemon. And I think that's going to supersede my second thought, which was nobody gives a shit about scientific discoveries in our world. But <laughs> our world isn't the Poke world, uh, which is a magical, beautiful place. Um, so, yeah, yeah, no, it is. It's huge news. Everyone talks about it. It's in all the papes. Um, there's kids running around the streets yelling about it. Yeah, it's definitely. It's a it's big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal. Okay, I agree with that. It changes everything. It's like you discovered Jesus was real, but then the next week you discover there's also an ice type Jesus. An ice type Jesus. What would the ice type Jesus's powers be? Uh, walking on water, same as the other one, but this time when he steps, it sort of freezes. Could uh, the other superpower be like instead of turning uh, water to wine, it's just it gives you a really bad brain freeze. It's a slushy. It just gives you slushies. It turns the water into slushies. No, that'd be great. I'd be like, oh, thank you, ice type Jesus. Sermon on the Mount was snow cones. It's just one of the apostles handing out like Italian soda syrups. But like the crappy ones like. I got hazelnut. Yeah. Pistachio. Like, ah. <laughs> Hazelnut, pistachio, it's all nuts because, you know, yeah, it's that? whatever year that, that stuff happened fictitiously. Shots fired. Okay, moving on. We got another question. Uh, where do you stand on that or do you care? Uh, Is that a good enough answer for whoever wrote into us? No, I've, yeah, I feel like that would be news. Like if you found a new type of Pokemon, yeah, big news. like we find out when there was a new type of like butterfly. So I, I would hope that this would be b- bigger news in the Poke universe. We find out, but nobody here cares. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing that was hanging me up. Like, is this national news or is this like a fun fact at the end of like 60 minutes of, of normal news? <laughs> it's at the end of the segment. Who can say? Okay, I'm going to hit us with the next one. Uh, is there a Pokemon that gets less cool when it evolves? I'd say there's tons. Oh, pick- uh, yeah, there's a lot. Depending on your favorites, but like lots of people probably think they get shittier as they go. Uh, Pikachu itself, like. There's people out there that prefer Raichu, but not many. And then getting into stats and stuff too, then there's probably even more that get shittier as they evolve. But I don't, I don't fuck with like that min max training and shit. Um, I'm. Do you do that? Do you do like all the like really like stats heavy training of your Pokemon? Like you know where people get really into like the, the training aspects and making sure their stats are maxed for like end game stuff when they start doing battles online. I absolutely not. Like I. That's not what I play Pokemon for. No, my uh, my version of Pokemon is just like I want to create all the cute ones, and uh, leave it at that. Like, I, yeah, I don't do any of the stat stuff. Okay, quick aside. Yeah, what do you play Pokemon for? What is it that gets you? It's the collecting. Like I've said in other games, like I'm all about collecting and doing. Yeah, me too. We're very similar. Yeah, like I want to max. I want to do the Pokedex and get that type of thing. But that's. Jeez. <laughs> I, I was gonna say that like the. The worst Pokemon evolution is Diglett. Lexi just sent me a nasty looking uh, Diglett to Doug trio where we see what's underneath the uh, the earth. And it's, uh, it's hot. It's confusing. I thought you'd like that. Sexy. <laughs> You're doing the next show notes so that you can put that in there. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's hot. It's pretty sexy. Okay, so you play for the collecting aspect is all. It's what I'm there for. I want gym badges. Yeah, I want I the all the Pokemon. I want to fill that decks. That's what I'm there for. I don't care about training. I don't care about... No. I don't care about a lot of the ancillary stuff they've added in later games, too. Like, I don't really want to put 
my Pikachu in costumes. Uh, I don't really care about oh god no brushing them or whatever, feeding them poke treats or making curry for them. That's not really my jam. Um, I'm not there for the end game battling against other other players. I don't care. I lose. It, yeah. It's not for me. Yeah. Collecting Pokedexing. All right, let's keep going. Wait, did we answer the question? Is there a Pokemon that gets less cool when it evolves? There's tons, but like, yeah, the, my, yeah. My, off, my off the top of my head answer is like Raichu is less cool than Pikachu. It doesn't mean Raichu is not cool, but he is less cool than Pikachu. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're saying you're saying Doug Trio is worse. Yeah, yeah. Just you added more. Boo. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what's the evolved form of uh, Do Do Duo? The bird thing, the ostrich. Oh, the, uh, let's look it up. Do duo to do dio. I don't know. Do duo evolution. Um, do drio. Yeah. yeah. So okay. it goes from a, an adorable two-headed bird to an angry. That name's shittier too. Uh, here, let's just steal from Screen Rant. They've got a list of some that they think are worse. Let's let's rapid fire these if you don't mind. Go for it. Apparently, Poplio gets worse. Uh, that's one of the water starters uh, that was also very maligned when it first came out. People hated that starter. And then there's this whole Reddit, uh, not Reddit, sorry, Tumblr, back when Tumblr didn't kill itself by removing porn. <laughs> um, there's this whole like sort of response to the hate for Poplio where everybody was really like white knighting for Poplio. <laughs> uh, people say Graveler. I don't know if I agree. I think the Evolve form of geodude which is known as graveler is actually pretty cool yeah uh people say jigglytuff what it becomes at wigglytuff so i agree i think wigglytuff is worse yeah what about farfetch oh isn't farfetch just like a newer evolved one i don't even know what it is it's like surfetch or something um like like galarian yeah it's no that's like a region thing no that's the region yeah no it becomes like um the, yeah, like the little white knight bird. And I like that. Farfetch to me is just weird. It's Farfetch. It's just weird as shit to me. I love Farfetch. It's just a duck with a scallion. And it's then, fantastic. Y- why? How? Who sat there that in a meeting cool. and was like, okay, guys, stay with me on this one? It's going to be a bird duck thing, but instead of a sword or some type of fighting, it's going to have a scallion that it smacks people with. I don't know. I think it's brilliant. And actually, Farfetch, I like it. I think it's. Not necessarily better, but it's great. That that scallion gets sharpened. They turn part of it into a shield, and they are a uh, very brave, brave bird. It is surfetched. That's what. Surfetched, what's... yeah. Come it's on. close. Good God. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's not continue reading yeah, this uh, this list. Let's keep moving though. There's definitely ones that are worse. Uh, what you think is going to vary? Okay, what do you got for us next? What's our next listener question? We already answered what is the best starter Pokemon ever. So I'm going to stick to the next one, which is my favorite question. Um, do Pokemon poop? Yeah. Yeah, they they got to. They have to. Yeah. This is a quick one. Let's just one. But like. A, no, I don't think. No, but I, no, no, no. There's far more here to unpack because. Okay, okay, go, go. Some of the human-esque, like the ones that stand upright and walk around. Do they use a toilet <laughs> or do Mr. they squat? No, they shit on the ground. <laughs> They live in the wild. Where do you expect them to go? You think they're going to build an outhouse? If they can wear clothes, yes, I do. Mr. Mime wears shoes. No, Mr. Mime has a uh, an invisible outhouse. That's what he poops in. Uh, it amounts to the same thing, though. The shit's on the ground. <laughs> Just because he's sitting on an invisible toilet doesn't mean it's not ending up on the ground. Uh, so does a trainer have to pick it up? No. Well, in the city, you... The city, you've got to pick it up, don't you? <laughs> There's well, probably just... signs out there like curb your Pokemon, pick it up. Maybe they don't shit. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm coming around here. Maybe they do not have uh, uh, bowel movements. Maybe, maybe when they're inside the Pokeballs is when they go, Ooh. and only when they're inside the balls. And maybe that's why they like it in there. Because they finally get to go to the bathroom. They've been holding it in for so long. <laughs> hey, when I used to go to summer camp, I'd go a week without going to the bathroom. <laughs> You're not comfortable shitting in public or shared. Well, that was like me at university. I was like, I'm not going to the bathroom here. I got to wait until I get home. Disgusting. Yeah. I don't know how I got any work done. Yeah. I I mean, they would have to. You you feed them curry and apples and berries. They have to poop. That's got to go somewhere. (laughs) That stuff moves through you. Like, have you ever eaten a lot of grapes in succession? You are going to have diarrhea. Okay. 
Hold up. This is wild. But, okay, matter cannot be created or yeah. destroyed, right? So when a Pokemon evolves, where do they get that extra mass from? All the poop inside of them. They, <gasps> store, they store it inside themselves until they need to evolve. You might be onto something. So if you don't evolve your Pokemon, it's fucking torture. They have to poop so bad. God, they're poor little tummies. They must be in so much pain. <laughs> they're like rock hard. If you try to rub that tummy, it's just like, feels like a fist. Oh my God. <laughs> they're always straining. That's why some of those Pokemon look so angry all the time. They just really have to go to the bathroom. They're grumpy. Oh my God. Yeah. That's a great question. Yeah. Uh, official stance of dork matter is uh it stays until they evolve and then that's uh, used as extra mass to uh to create their new form and if they don't yeah. evolve uh at some point they die they explode, yeah, explode. <laughs> let's move on i think we've tapped the the, the shit question oh. enough <laughs> to be fair the asker did not say shit i've delighted in saying that word over and over again they said poop yeah they were very good about so, it so apologies for my my blue nature uh okay let's go top five pokemon to eat i think we can agree on number one so let's let's say it at the same time i think i think i I think i think one pokemon comes right to the top of the mind when you say this and uh it's magikarp right i was gonna say snorlax because you can keep eating him and he'd never figure it out do not eat snorlax what is wrong with you he's so big he wouldn't even notice he's beautiful and sweet you gotta go for the mindless things I asked John what he thought. And he was like, obviously one of the fat bird Pokemon. They're probably just like chicken. Yeah. Okay. I'm with John on that. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it was so obvious that Magikarp should be the first one that pops up. It, it can't do anything. It does evolve into Gyarados, which is great. But until then, it's fish. And it's about as brainless as any Pokemon gets. Yeah, I agree with that. I did say like any number of the fish water type Pokemon seemed like a great one. Like, um, I really like crab meat. Yeah, yeah, the, um, yeah, Kingler and, and Grabby yeah, and stuff, I, they're getting eaten. Those ones are There's, great. They're in the anime. There are, like, dead Pokemon in, like, certain scenes of the uh, the Pokemon anime. Yeah. There's definitely, like, Grabbies on plates and stuff and cut up fish. So some of them are getting eaten. Miltank. That's, yeah, that's why I sent you Miltank today is because we were talking about, like... That's when they get, that's when they're ready for, for beef production. Yeah, when they start sucking, sucking their own them. teeth, then you know that they're ready the to be comes cold. up, he's like, nah, no, not ready yet. nobody else is drinking that. <laughs> it's a meat cow now. It's a meat militant, Miltank. Well, because at first I thought, like, who would you, like, is Tauros? Because that's like, you know, like the, the bison. Yeah, yeah. I would, I, I'd eat him. They're, they're probably really gamey. They're like eating bison. They're probably really gamey. They run around a lot. Yeah, bison. They are there's bison meat is good. Yeah, I think real world bison are pretty lazy. And lazy. They just hang around. Uh, Do you watch those episodes with Taurus and stuff? They run so fast. You've never been to a bison reserve, and they are very active. Okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, top five. Our top five because we need to give top five to eat. We've got let's do Magikarp. Uh, is it called Krabby? I'm now second guessing myself. A lot of the Pokemon names, if you say them too many times, then you start to doubt whether they're real Pokemon names. Yeah. Krabby. Tangle, Tangela, 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 Tangela. Krabby. Okay, so we got Magikarp, Krabby. Uh, you're going with, you said Tauros? Yeah, Tauros or Kingler. I would also eat the crap out of Kingler. Yeah, I think if we hit Krabby, we've covered the crab yeah, Pokemon. that's fair. Um, okay, so we've got three. We need to fill two more slots here for eating. A bird one would be fine. Um, Torchic. They cook themselves. <sighs> Nah, I see there's something sort of morally wrong to me about eating a starter Pokemon. I mean. They seem cuter and more intelligent. Like, they're life. Uh, I don't think they could eat. That's. You need some of those, like, those garbage mob Pokemon that are, like, you have to fight in the, like, level two areas. Um... Like a Fearow or, or whatever. Well, John suggested um, that Pidgey be eaten because there's like eight million yeah Pidgey, sure yeah pigeon is like what good are, what what good is Pidgey? just eat Pidgey is what john said yeah yeah yeah. we can eat Pidgey. so there's four uh, we, we need one more we need one more Oof. uh ben is there a pig pokemon there is but i don't know if you'd want to eat it it's also a dark type i think if i'm remembering correctly um and there's something weird about eating dark type pokemon 
Why? Because I feel like there's something sort of latently evil about dark type Pokemon. I know technically the classification is that they're like, you know, shadow, shade, dark, but not like, you know, evil, dark, but I don't know. I mean, <sighs> there's Tepig too, who's like a fire Pokemon and it does look a little bit tasty when it starts out. What is, okay. I've never seen pillow swine. Pillow swine. Yeah. We can eat pillow swine. I still think that. That one looks like it's made for food. We, we pushed past Snorlax very quickly. I don't think you should eat. I don't think you can call something your favorite Pokemon and also call it your top five to eat. I can like cows and... Well, okay. What about with some of the, like, puffy fairy Pokemon that look like they're basically made of marshmallows? Like, you could eat one of them, right? Sure, I'd eat a marshmallow Pokemon. Uh, Oh, I mean, we're missing some obvious ones. There are more than one uh, Pokemon, like, vanilla ice. Yeah, I mean... That are, like, shaped like food. But that one seems a little too disturbing to me. Like... It would be screaming the entire time. Vanilla ice. I call it vanilla ice as if it's vanilla ice. Ice, ice, baby. Yes, it is. It's the wrapper from the 90s Pokemon. You can eat them. Would you want to? No, vanilla no. is like an ice cream Pokemon. So yeah, yeah, you can get that one. And uh, what's that other one? The like whipped cream oh, yeah. one. So there's some obvious ones. But if we're going for like, you know, meat and stuff, I think we've got them. Uh, what were they again? we got Magikarp. we got Krabby. we got Tauros. We I'm missing four. What was four? We went with a bird one. Milk tit. Pidgey. Oh, Pidgey. We were gonna eat Pidgey. And then finally, yeah. uh, we added in um, uh, pillow swine. Perfect. Yeah. There's also sheep ones too. If you want a little mutton or whatever. Yep. There's, yeah, that's a good point. There's a lot of sheep ones. Yeah. So there's definitely the ones that are like livestock, and uh, yeah, let's go with those top five. Uh, and you know, and then dessert. All right, let's go. Let's keep moving. We gotta get. We gotta get going. Are Pokemon born with clothes on? Because some Pokemon have like shoes and pants. So is it skin? Is it clothing? Like, does it come off of them, or is it skin? Think of it more like hair. It probably uh, just hangs out there. Maybe there's a membrane somewhere. But let's go back to Mister Mime. Yeah. Like he's wearing like a little born with it. Because uh what's the unevolved, like the, the baby form? It has clothes too. So yeah. It uh, and it evolves into those clothes. That's made from poop matter. <laughs> it's weird, but they're born with the clothes. They're hundred percent born with the clothes. They're hatched with their clothes, I should say. Not born because there are no live births in Pokemon. Every single one comes from an egg. But like when you look at Pokemon like uh Machap Champ uh Machop, <laughs> Machap Machap. Like, they're wearing Machamp, underpants. With his, uh, with his wrestling belts and his underpants, his Speedo. Yeah, that's... He just, no, yeah. That's part of what he is. It's just, it's born with him or uh, somehow coalesces around him. Think of it like like an amniotic sac or whatever you want to call that. That doesn't make it better. Placenta. Oh, God, so, that's gross. I'm just, I'm, no, I'm using that as a, for instance, there are membranes that aren't strictly attached. They could have, like, a connection somewhere. Um but they are like an organ. They're part of them. That's my firm belief. The clothes are are part of their bodies. Unless you get into stuff like where you start dressing them with like, you know, you go to the store and you buy them a hat or whatever. I mean, yeah. That doesn't suddenly become part of them. Okay. But if it's part of their evolution or part of their original form when they hatch out of an egg. It's the skin. It's part of them. It's part of them. It's not necessarily skin. It could be chitinous. It could be hair-like or, you know, different types of proteins make up, make up physical beings. Okay, okay let's keep going. Yeah. We got more. And we're running, we're running out of time. Let's, okay, let's go fast. Okay, the next one we got is what happens to Pokemon if they don't get caught? They live happily. Yeah, they have a great life out in the wild. <laughs> Not being forced into, you know, dogfighting tournaments for the benefit of human masters. No, <laughs> uh, Pokemon, as established in the lore, uh, love working with humans to better society and existence and love training. It's uh, battling uh, makes them stronger and they love that so if they don't get caught they just uh, they exist out there they fight other pokemon still just without humans telling them which moves to use they just hang out yeah they have a good life yeah. just good. hang out yeah sometimes they try to attack people as we've learned in in the latest installment uh mm-hmm. pokemon legends arceus they will they'll try to fuck you up but yeah they're they're, they're out there Ooh. i've got a question are there other animals that aren't pokemon no I can't definitively say. Every animal that exists in the Pokemon sort of universe every, is yeah, Pokemon. Every, yeah. Yeah. Right? There's no other animals. An animal is a Pokemon. Period. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, next question is you. Hit us. Has a Pokemon ever caught a human? Now, I noticed that you did some editing on that one. And I'd I like did. to read it in its original terrible uh, English I was... here, which is, I know who sent this in. I know that they could have spelled things correctly, and they did not. Uh, had a Pokemon ever caught a human? And I am going to answer that exactly as written. And the answer is yes. Uh, there's an episode of the animation um, where a, a little boy named Tommy is uh, accidentally dropped out of a helicopter into a safari zone. Oh, yeah. And uh, ends, up, ends up caught by a Kangaskhan who, uh, who lets little Tommy grow up inside their pouch that... alongside their, their baby. Yeah, it's a nice little story there, hey? So... Had a Pokemon ever caught a human? And the answer is yes. <laughs> Let's keep going. I like the next question. <laughs> next one. Can it swim? Yes. That's maybe my best one. Can it swim? <laughs> yes. Is that your favorite? <laughs> She's dying. She's actually crying I laughing. I so much because I was like um, reading the first one. Had a Pokemon. And then reading can it <laughs> Can it swim? Thank you. You know who you are who sent that in. It's brilliant. It's so good. Uh, can it swim some? Yes. I don't know if there's any that can. Now, if we want to take this oh. into the actual game mechanics, there's certain Pokemon that can learn uh, mm-hmm. the move swim, right? Yeah. Am I crazy? No, you, yeah, it's definitely, um, you can make some of them. It's an HM, right? Yeah. Can it swim? Some Pokemon can learn swim. Some can't. Uh whether or not all Pokemon can swim is unknown. Uh, the only way to find out is to try. Just drop one in and see what happens. She's still dying here, folks. Oh, it's just so funny. Can it swim? I think we've got one more on this. And then, and it gets uh, I don't know if there's better. more. <laughs> She's just dying. Do you want me to read it? Are you able yes. to? Or is it... Okay. Final, it. final question that we got over here is... Which... <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's y'all, y'all are fucking wild. Um, okay, which Pokemon do you look up to the most? No, I read it wrong. Which Pokemon do you most look up to, Lexi? Who's your most inspirational Pokemon? Who does something that you're just you look at them and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna do that someday. <laughs> Can you answer? <laughs> Oh my God, I don't even know it. how to answer. Because <laughs> honestly, I was like, when I first read that, I was like, I look up to Nurse Joy, but a Pokemon? Oh. Okay, well, there's something to discuss. Is Nurse Joy a Pokemon? Uh, what other explanation is there for her being the same name and more or less character model well, in every single Poke Center? That's a good... And Officer Jenny. And she works with a cliff area. Yeah, she does. Officer Jenny, yeah. Um. Well, I mean, that's been explained. Wait, is that a Clefairy? No, it's not a Clefairy. What is she working with? I got the wrong Pokemon. It's not Clefairy. Oh, it's, it's like the, the nurse one. Puffy Fairy. Uh, the... I'm going to find out. Nurse Joy. Let me tell you what I'm typing into the Google search. Oh my god, I'm not even in Google. I'm in fucking Microsoft Paint. What the fuck? Uh, okay, there's different ones. It's Chansey. I should have known oh, that. Oh, Chansey. Shame on me. And then later on, there's a, a different one. Um, one of the newer... I think it's something that evolves... It doesn't matter. There's another one, but it's mostly Chansey. Whatever. Okay, who do you most look up to? So you look up to Chansey, then? Uh, I... Because of what the good they do in the Poke community, healing yeah, people I'd... and assisting Nurse Joy? That's what I would say. It's the closest thing I can possibly say to looking up to a Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, who do I look up to? Mewtwo. <laughs> Mewtwo was uh, created to be a thing and uh they decided they didn't want to be that thing they wanted to be something else and so they went out there and they achieved their dreams and nearly killed a bunch of humans and tried to kill humanity just nearly took us all out that's only in the end yeah but you know i think we can all relate to the idea of the expectations of those who 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 create us and and try to instill us with their values and uh and at some point we have to decide for ourselves who we're going to be and what we're going to do out Mm -hmm. there in the world good or bad and uh, i look up to that that's a that's a nice way to end the episode. I also look up to Ho-Oh. <laughs>
because they're really high up in the sky. Ah, boo. <laughs> that was such a dad ending. All to the all the flying type Pokemon. I sure do look up to them. No? Is this no good? Up. No. No, I'm sorry. They're so high above me. They're so lovely. No, nothing. Like Icarus, we too have flown too close to the sun. And it's time for us to leave this episode. No. I'm just gonna let you Do you wanna talk about anything else Pokemon related before we before we nope out of here? Uh nope. I'm, I'm good. That's that those are all the things. That was a yeah, no, good. Good. We're happy with that? I'm happy with that. Okay. Well, that's it for our episode of Dork Matters. Uh, gotta dork them all. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for sending us in all those great questions. Uh, they were very fun to discuss. I think we got to some really important truths about Pokemon that don't necessarily get discovered. And uh, I think for our sort of like thought of the day, something for y'all to ruminate on until the next episode, it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's you and me. I know it's my destiny. Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Thanks for listening. This has been Dork Matters. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Dork Matters. If you like the podcast, subscribe, give a rating, and tell a friend about us. If you are a fellow dork and have a dork issue that you think we need to discuss, tell us on our social media. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. You can also check out our original art and other content from Ben and myself. We'd like to say a big thank you to Yabra for the use of our theme song Dance off of their Astral EP, as well as a thank you to Jess Schmidt for producing and editing our podcast. Thanks, Jess. Dork Matters. This podcast is created on the traditional territories of the Blackfoot Nations, which includes the Siksiga, the Bigani, and the Gaina. We also acknowledge the Stony Nakoda Nation, Sutena, and Métis Region 3. Dork Matters is a proud member of the Alberta Public Radio Podcast Network. <laughs> <laughs>